Hi, Pat. Welcome to Art Root Radio. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well today, Mom. I'm, I welcome you again to our podcast. And today I was uh, I heard that you're making pierogies. I sure am. It's pierogi day today. And what were you telling me about pierogies? I think pierogies, what I could gather, is put people food in one time. Because with potatoes, you can make so many things out of potatoes. And one of them is pierogies. Another one is gnocchis, pancakes, bread, and it goes on and on and on. Well, it's pretty interesting, especially with COVID times. I'm thinking about how many seniors are locked in and really restricted in their travel. Yet what you're doing, I mean, I mean, pierogies are my favorite food, you know, but you're telling us of the food that probably sustained you as a child. Would that be true? It is true, uh, because when you make pierogies, not only can you make it with cheese, you can do the filling with all leftover food, and, and that's what we were taught to survive. It's interesting. Um, I started this podcast to tell stories about what happened on the wall, and I think we took things to the wall while I was painting, and I'm sure you remember me painting my bedroom and doing things like cutting up the wedding dress and all the things that you let me do to be creative. Yes, I did. I, I can remember all those things. Not only the bedroom did you paint, you also did the bathroom, too. When you used to have, you used to be able to buy those uh, stickers that you would put on the bottom of the uh, tub and uh, so that you wouldn't slip. But you decided it would, it would look nicer on the wall. And that's what you did. You did a feature wall. Out <laughs> of stickers. That's funny. Rubber stickers. Mm-hmm. And then, as far as painting the bedroom uh, walls, there used to be a... a a kit. It was like uh, liquid embroidery, but it was done with paints. And used to get pillowcases or um, tablecloths and stuff like that, and you'd, you'd paint on it. But you decided to do your, your bedroom walls, all the trim and everything else. It was beautiful, really, it was, but it was sure hard to get off. But that's, I think, you were so creative. And then I remember one time coming home, and when I walked in, the whole kitchen was covered with flour. And you had a, your friends over there, and you were making up dough dolls, dough babies. Well, I think it was I think it was something that we could always do as creative kids in rural communities because I don't think there was a outlet for. So, like, how do you feel like you know? So here, you know, again with COVID, you're there. Do you feel like you are part of something, or do you feel like you're restricted? How does it feel right now? Well, I think it's my choice. I think uh, I'm sort of like a loner in some ways. And I like to do creation. I like to create when I'm home. Um, there are organizations that that seniors do have, but I just haven't joined because I I have my own little shop, and this is where I like to create, and that's where I get all my inspirations. Well, I know you've had some health issues through COVID. Like you know, we've touched on that possibly you've had COVID and some results from that. So I'm sure you're looking after your health. Does has this like we've been communicating? you and I, through the digital podcast and through the Sunflower Project. Has that been helping you? I find that it's very, very, uh, it brings back history, my family history. It uh, helps you with uh, seeing the future and what's available. And I just found it very interesting. I just love it. 
it's been interesting. Many people have sent us messages since we, you know, did the Sunflower Project. And really, the Sunflower Project is just another, like, being on scaffolding, right? You remember all the years, all that you would help me, right? Climbing on scaffolding is like, it's kind of like a B-cell, right? Everybody has their place on their piece of scaffolding where you can all be together. I think that brought people together. And I think that's what people need. And sometimes in small communities, we don't have the facilities to do some of these things. I mean, there is a senior dropping center that is very good. But, you know, there's other ways, like, you know, other things that we could do. But that's history. It's nice to have a meeting place where we can go and just share our history and show our history. And I don't know. I think if I'm looking at this, when we went to the wall, so as a kid, I'm hearing you and I'm thinking, you always allowed me to be messy. And I think true art is messy. There's nowhere in rural communities for people to get together. Paint supplies are expensive and be messy and create in the true form of creation. That, that's true. Like for painting supplies, it's very, you have to either buy them online or you have to go to the city. You don't have the availability to buy these things. It's always going out of town. It, and this, I think the winters are the hardest because we're shut-ins and it's pretty hard to get out. So you pretty well have to shop online or get somebody who's going to the city, and that makes it hard. Or there are people who do, uh, like say, for example, teach art, and uh, they, they supply the all the supplies, and you pay a fee, and you go and do your little painting and stuff like that. And that's all great, and it's wonderful. But there's more to that than that. There's nowhere to show them, I think. But- no, we have no, no place to show them. Because there's so much talent in my community. It's just unbelievable. How we, and the way how we've been showing them is on either on Facebook and things like that. But we, we would love to just be able to have a building or a place where we can display all our artwork. I think it's really important. I think, Mom, you're, you're special. So how old are you? I'm going to be 81. And you have technology mad skills. Like, I mean... I work with many seniors and I guess I'm, you know, I'm going to be 59. So I guess I am classed a senior in some ways that have to do not have the digital skills that you have. So you're very fortunate. Yes, it has helped an awful lot. I do make silly mistakes and stuff like that, but I, I enjoy it. Every morning I have my coffee and I'll go on Facebook and see what everybody's doing and or a Pinterest or whatever, and I get a lot of ideas, and then I go to my shop and I create some artwork. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to share because it's really been interesting. You know, we're calling it Art Root Radio because I believe the roots of our life are like a radio station. So we can climb up on my digital scaffolding, Mom, just like we did, you know, in Sparwood. When you and I first climbed up on that school mural, you know, we thought we could paint murals. Remember all of us? And we never had. Remember <laughs> when one of the best times. Because all, all the seniors would come and they'd bring us coffee or and they'd sit and they'd tell us about their stories and about their life. And, and you know, it was just, it was, just brought the community together. It was really great. Do you People know, still talk about those things. Well, it's interesting, Mom, because I remember being a little girl and going to that school that they knocked down, which we painted in that mural. I remember it. I can remember seeing you being the secretary, you know, that position yes, you had. But then you also were on the scaffolding painting it. So you've all you've sort of touched all generations in a very you, you definitely were a modern suffragette from the sixties. Like I mean those flowers I painted on my bedroom wall were flower power, peace and love. And I think that you have been such a 
I mean, if it wasn't for you, I would never be as brave to be creative. You gave me that gift and you were this beautiful hippie woman. So what did it feel like? I mean, almost like you had time travel. Yeah, I, I don't even feel Katie once. It's, it's as if, as if, I don't know, as if life just was still there all of a sudden. It hasn't, you know, I'm still in this, in this uh, art world. In this, that's what I see all the time. I get up in the morning and I think of art. And even I go to bed at night and think of art. And what can I create? Tell me, what did you, know? you feel when we were painting that very first mural in Sparwood? And I want you to imagine climbing up that scaffolding with your daughter and all those kids and the people from the town who had been, you know, we can touch upon it in the next podcast we do about the town being relocated. But tell me how you felt on that scaffolding. I, it made me feel vibrant, young, and just full of energy and, and, and just full of love, and you know, and just so, I can't explain it. It was just, it was just so overwhelming. It's like climbing Mount Everest and if you get to the top. You know, I remember you painting. It's accomplishment. It's accomplishment. Oh, accomplishment. You know? Do you remember painting all those daisies? And you were painting daisies all through. I mean, the mural was a hundred feet across, and you and I did not know what we were doing. <laughs> and you kept painting daisies, and I said, "But mom, you're not going to see them from the road." And you said to me, "But it won't matter because we'll know they're there." Yes, I know. I know. It was the first time experience. And you learn, you learn by your mistakes, and, and it's such a, a huge wall. And you and you're trying to be make the perfect flower, but you you're not you don't need to have a perfect flower. You just have to have a flower, something that looks like a flower from a distance. Yeah, I know. I mean, funny thing. I was overwhelmed by the size of the of the mural. Well, it's funny. I I can remember sitting there. Do you remember when Frank Mitchell? and margaret chatterson so you can tell everybody who they are but and they brought the rocks for us to get the color <laughs> oh yeah oh, Mitchell was the, for the principal and margaret chatterson was the school teacher <laughs> yeah that's true that's true remember she came and she had that wheelbarrow and she rolled yeah, it up and, and right and you and i were there and she was like no get down so you guys could get the right pink color yeah the pink color yeah that was a challenge that was what a challenge and then I remember, who was um, Mom, the guy? Mr. Taylor. Remember he started to cry? He came and he started to cry? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Reggie, Reggie Taylor. Because he said it felt like that school was put back and he felt, I remember that. Do you remember yes. what he said? Yes, I remember that, yes. He was a great man. He was, and I think, I think he told us that it felt like the school was there and he felt like that his life mattered. Yeah, he was so proud. He was very proud of all, all of the mural. You know, it's he wanted more. He wanted more painted around town. It told us not to stop. Well, it's funny now. Like I'm thinking about the recovery, and you know, we didn't know that we were building a tourism legacy. How? I mean, we had no idea what we were doing after seeing. I mean, because you and I both know that Dr. Cole Schutz and the Sparrow Arts Council put the first three murals on. Yes. Yes. You know, so the idea that we were brave enough to do that, mm -hmm. you know, but now. It's left a tourism legacy of heritage stories. Yeah, and it's been spread all over in every little town and every city. There's murals all over. Well, it's really... It's, got, it's gone you know, nationwide almost. Well, it's, it's in every town, every city. It's a global movement. And I go, does yeah. the training part... I mean, there's been murals for centuries, but I think what, oh, what they copied of ours was the community engagement, the yeah. youth part, the teaching the kids the skills and putting seniors and kids together. 
I think that has to still continue. I think the, the children in small communities should be involved. I think that's where the problem is now, especially I find with the kids uh, like now, like especially with the the way our town is anyway, you're working, you know, they're not working five and two anymore. They're working four and four or seven and seven. And this families just are so busy. And like lots of kids are into sports and that, but there's not a lot of kids who are not in the sports. So what do they do? We need to still get them off the streets and keep them involved because they're still our children on the streets and young youth on the streets. I know. I always say that mom, people say, well, kids are different today and they, they have a, a different streak and I'm going there just looking for love. Everybody wants to feel connected and feel loved. I still, I still feel that they still should be involved. You know, I'm sure there's, I mean, they have their, their games on, on the, like those video games and they're all addicted to that. And they're not even outside. They're just whatever they're doing. I mean, some are go fishing, hunting or whatever, but you need to keep those kids off the street. And connected. I, I think they need to be connected to a, to a yes. senior mentor because, I mean, I think of, you know, Jerry Rothel. I still think of her as one of my biggest yes. mentors who gave me opportunities when I was. Yes. Yes. And you and I both know what a pain in the ass person I was and my late teens, very angry, oh. you know, because I couldn't find my place. I didn't fit in. I never did fit in. Yeah. That's because you wanted to create and, 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 and there was no connections. It was just hard, you know. Well, small towns are hard, right? I, I've worked with small towns for a long time, and I can say this because I'm from that. Small towns can be very mean. They can. It's really can. hard to be different, and I love where I'm from, and I love the women and the men and, like, the stories. Like, I think of you, you stood in it. So, like, you stood during, um, like, the mine accidents. Like Oh, yeah. And, and, the, post, and the closures of the mines and, and yes, and all the difficulties. But we were a close community, and when we were in trouble, we all came together, and we still do. We still do that. But now, I mean, the, the seniors' population is is uh, is, is not is, is, is as large anymore, you know. And there's new families moving in, and we just like to leave a legacy before, you know, and let the kids continue. Well, it's funny, mom, because I know I was a pain in the ass, and I deserved to get my ass kicked several times in my as a teenager when. You know, things were rough. I thought, you know, mm -hmm. the world owed me a living and I sure got taught in a hurry. You know, I had a beautiful baby boy and, you know, I still got to have a career. And, you know, due to that whole town who did kick my ass, they also supported me 100%. Maybe not city council as they should have, but they were learning too, right? They had to learn about the arts. But, you know, it's it's now that I'm looking at it, it I miss those, I teach my children that, you need your ass whooped and you need the communities, that judgment that you, you got in trouble by your auntie. I can remember yeah. it, you, you didn't talk out of turn if anybody heard you because you knew if somebody told your parents, you had a measuring stick. That's true. Yeah. So and I think. Sometimes I have to go back to basics sometimes too. Which is why we're going back to the Sunflower Project and today. So what are you doing today actually? Well, today I'm making pierogies. And then what are you going to do after you make those pierogies? Well, after then, I'm going to tidy up, and then I'm going to my shop to do some artwork. And so today, my very brave mother was on a podcast talking about, um, you know, how she felt as a young woman disconnected and how she still feels that that connection to the world is necessary. And you're helping me, Mom, with what you're saying is how can we connect seniors? And it is through the digital scaffolding. 
it is and and it's it's like now how do you how do you get a hold of them like how do you um approach them now well it's interesting mom so because you know they called an election today so that's a a whole nother bag of of stuff but it's it, it's funny because I got some grants sent to me. You know, there's some good people in government that are really trying to make changes. You know, we've got to change the bureaucracy. And we we can say that you had a, a rough Friday and you had another heart glitch. And um, that's scary for you and I. In that time that I was worrying about you, I found a necklace as I, you know, clean up things and try to tidy when I'm so far from you and you're locked in a hospital because we can't even get to you if we were there because of COVID. And I found a necklace from not your mother, but our da my dad's mother, that was a piece of suffragette jewelry. Cool. Well, awesome. ma well, Mom, I was so worried about you and it's so hard that we've all are so far apart in these times and I can get quite emotional. But all of a sudden I realized that you were a suffragette and are a suffragette. And I come from a long line of women and immigrants that have built this country. You know, we live on this unceded territory of indigenous people, but we are also immigrants that built the infrastructure. Yes, we are. In your in Sparwood, there was not everybody worked together, all nationalities. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Can you describe yes. can you describe what it was like to live in the communities, say in the early sixties? Well, when I first came here, we never locked our doors. Uh, people just never had to have an invitation to come for coffee. They just showed up. Uh, all the kids played on the street. Uh, we took turns feeding the kids at lunchtime. They would go to everybody's house so that the mothers could meet together. So we took our kids with us. Um, when there was uh, trouble or a disaster, the town stuck together. And uh, it was awesome. It was. I, I wish we can go back to this day sometime. It was so nice, you know. Right now, Mom, what we're doing, and we're going to include you, we have Zoom meetings. So I've met artists from around the province, and we take turns, and we have coffee clutches at the kitchen table. And I've never met any of these people, yet we are creating different sunflower arts through our satellites and through painting, just the old lost arts through the satellites. You taught me that. I remember Dad being in, in like you guys building floats. You guys and the oh, families. That was, that was awesome. That really brought the community together. What would you guys do? Well, we uh, it, it, like well the businesses would build floats, and then then people themselves would build their own floats. It's private, but we all got together as a community, or our neighbors got together to build these floats, and it was so nice to have a parade. You know, uh, it just got people together. I can remember us doing a float um you were quite small and that's the one with, with that seashell oh yeah i had to wear and the bikini <laughs> yeah i remember and we worked so hard on it and all of a sudden it started to rain so the day before the parade and the flowers were ruined so we all got together again and built something and it was a beautiful parade it really was you know Mom, Mom, I can remember. It's about flowers, right? Because you guys didn't purchase the flowers. I can remember. No, it was all, well, some of the people, some businesses uh, did buy flowers, but most of the people made their own out of Kleenex or great paper. or it, it was really, really nice. And there were prizes for the best float. 
it just was so much fun. Well, it really was a wall, if you think about it, it was a mural, Mom, because it's everybody working to a common goal. Like, I remember having to pull those flipping flowers, like hundreds yes, yes. of those, that they'd and tear. We'd all, all night, we'd get the neighbors together, and we'd, we'd make them, and, or like, say, it was the Eagles, like, was it, it was the Eagles, or the Fifteen Sisters, or the Lions Club, or whatever, if we all got together, they made their own thing, that floats. But it was, it was really cool. It, it really was. was a community, and do you think it was the women, or was it a combined I think it was combined at that time. You think everybody you know, just worked together? We worked together. Yes, we did. If we, you know, the men did the construction. We, we couldn't do it ourselves. We used them to get, build the frame or do the stuff. Then the women made the flowers, and then we'd have snacks together. And, oh, I remember, Mom. I remember yeah. listening under the kitchen table because I think that my best lesson was we left tourism legacies. That's community building. And yeah. Well, and how can we rebuild that? Because now everybody, nobody volunteers, nobody does that, nobody understands well, the community. Like we didn't have a parade this year and stuff like that because no one's getting involved anymore. You know, it's, nobody's around at that that long weekend or everything else. It's just there's no more volunteers now. I think you know? people don't volunteer, Mom. I think that what's happened is young people think want everybody wants to be paid for what they do. They don't understand you know, that the most important part is that you give to your community. That is part of, it's just, it's volunteerism. It's what, you know. Yeah. And we used to, when we had a phrase and, you know, you're on the speeder and, and we'd all set up people's lawns and we'd have coffee or pop and, and then, you know, and, they, and then you had other games for the kids to play with. Like, like you know, they had uh, tournaments, ball tournaments and everything else. And we're losing all that because there's no volunteers anymore. So yeah, we've lost it. So now they're trying to rebuild for COVID, and I'm. You saw that they called an election today, right? I didn't know. I wasn't had, didn't have the TV on. Yeah, so they called an election today in these times, which is definitely difficult. And I think our little town, as far would was relocated because it was the town of Michelle Natal, a little coal mining town. That what government at the time was that? Well, that's a good question. I'm trying to think now. That the Kaiser was here. It was NDP, wasn't it? I'm not, I can't remember. I don't remember. I'd have to. Hmm. But I remember they, it was a force. I remember that was Was the Liberals, I think. I'm not sure. Was it for the hospital? I can't remember. When we all joined together, we, we raised money for the hospital. And then we raised money for the seniors. It was a big community effort. Well, because, yeah, well, the women built the hospitals. They built the infrastructure that's failing, right? They have that. You know, I believe that the skills that I have, because I mean, I paint murals, but you know, really, I'm more of a community development person, social development, right? I've raised millions of dollars, and that model came from those communities of immigrants trying to build the very infrastructure they needed. That's right. So what would, what would you tell the politicians right now that are vying to get elected? What do you think they need to do to help build the, to rebuild this renewal? I think they have to. Uh, I think they have to uh, just stop and think what they're doing and what they're saying. We've got to go back to the basics. Uh, we have to uh, put more effort into our health system, into the uh, art system, to the people, to the elderly, to go back to the basics and make this a better world. Uh, I don't know, and and it just it just going crazy right now. It's out of hand as far as I'm concerned. 
I think the bureaucracy is at a hand. I think that there's a younger generation that doesn't understand volunteerism that are taking the bulk of our money. And instead of it going through the people first, it's going to the system to feed the system. And the people are have been taken out of the system and the government. And I think people need to be reminded that we are the government. We, the people. I, I think that's what's, that's what's happened. Me too, it's Mom. Just not, it's just not right. Things aren't right anymore. There's no more. There's, we're losing our freedom of speech, our freedom of faith. We're losing a lot of things that we worked so hard to get. It's it's interesting sitting here. I watched my kids go fishing, and I watched my kids come together this weekend, and it was a beautiful thing because our families had our own struggles, and my walls have taken a lot of time away from my family. You know, I made it my calling because I helped so many people, and so many people helped me. It was hard to keep it in check. You know, it was like, and I see now. A lot of the choices we made. And it's been hard on my kids. I think my kids have come together. But I was very proud this weekend, and it has a lot to do with you and dad and grandparents and Grandma Femi and, and our Ukrainian side. All of those immigrants taught my children. My son, who has restaurants, like he has said, Mom, the power of pubs as the roadhouses, we have to keep them open. That's an essential service to yeah. keep people connected. Yeah, to keep connected, yeah. You know, our health system and our arts. And I think about my daughter, who's a nurse and who's bringing women together on how can we, you know, and she's bringing women with old time recipes, like your your, your pierogi recipe. We have a, a good friend, another Pat, who's an artist working with us, who had a V8 recipe. How can you harvest and come together? Now we're coming under the sunflower, this beautiful flower, which I think now you and I have made the modern suffragette because necklace, because I think, Mom, it was the Ukrainian mural and our ancestors' women who are speaking to us. And I think that that was gifted to you and I, you know, when again we worried that something was going to happen to you and your care is not what you need, your connections aren't there, yet here you are two days after another health glitch making pierogies and talking on a podcast. Well, you know, uh, which is true, but we can't dwell on that. We just have to keep go day by day and not dwell and just go forward. You know, we have today. We should plan for today. And tomorrow will, tomorrow will come whether we want it or not. You know what I'm saying? And be the best person you can for the day that you get up in the morning and help those in need and try and make it a better world. That's how I feel. I love that, Mom. I think that, you know, on Art Route Radio, I think the sunflowers are talking again. Can you describe, and then I'll let you go make pierogies, and maybe we could talk art later. Can you describe what you see a sunflower being? A sunflower is is a beginning of it's like the beginning of life. You plant the seed, and you nurture it, and it grows, with with and endures all the crazy weather and everything else, and then it blooms. And it shows this beautiful, the leaves, and it, it just nurtures you. It just, it's so beautiful. I mean, it just, it just, it's life. It's, it shows love and life and it flourishes and then it has a season and a reason and then it dies and they replant it again and it comes up again. So there's never no end. It's beauty itself. There's no end. It just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And sometimes we, we lose 
the site of what it's all about. We have we have to focus and nurture and show love and just and just be. That's beautiful, Mom. So this is the official launch of Art Route Radio. You're the first episode. We'll have many and bring many people I've met on my travels about painting murals. But you were my best friend and my mom, and you climbed up the very first wall with me. Yes, it was awesome. I was just so proud of you, and I just I loved it. I just just loved it. I really did. I wish we could do that again. Well, you know, Mom, we can. There's still, I can still climb. You can still climb, and you can still come here. But right now, I want you and I to imagine we're sitting on scaffolding. Our our feet are hanging. The sun is here. And we'll leave it on this funny story. Do you remember we dropped that gallon of red paint off the scaffolding in front of the Catholic Church and that red paint went all over, all over the kitchen. Remember that, remember that one student got a hose and then there was red paint going down. Yeah, going all over the paint. And Father came out and blessed the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that was funny. Well, Mom, thank you for climbing my digital scaffolding. And thank you for setting the very first episode of Art Root Radio. And I would like you to be my guest many more times and climb the scaffolding because we still will climb the scaffolding. And next we can talk about the satellite sunflowers. We still have stairs to climb. We still have stairs to climb. Thank you, Mom. I love you. Thank you for listening to Art Root Radio. Thanks for climbing up on the scaffolding with me and my mom. My mom was a just an integral part of my life and my career. She's a, a brave, brave, strong woman. She loves to dance and paint. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for joining us on the scaffolding. I wish I lived closer because my mother's progress are so good. It's hard to be connected in these times, but we do what we can through cell phones and the digital scaffolding. So thank you and stay tuned.